I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Hello and welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast. I'm Frank Skinner and I'm with Emily and Gareth. Hi, Frank. Hello. Hello. And uh, that's lovely. Um, Well, never mind that. I'd like to kick things off for a change. Yeah, good. It's all about me. It's not actually. It's about one of our lovely listeners. And he sent in an email. He's called Sean from Edinburgh. Mm. And he says, Hi, Frank. I'm just listening to you talking about the fall. He must have sent this in during our show mm. last week, actually. Well, it could be listened to the podcast. Well, that's true. Mm. Um, hi, Frank. I'm just listening to you talking about The Fall and was wondering if you've abandoned all your old favourite artists. For example, I remember you talking about how you flew to Barcelona just to see a Ricky Martin concert. <laughs> Do you still complete. follow his career? <laughs> that is complete. I follow him even more avidly since he's come out. What's... I admired that in his line of work. Mm. No, I, I went out with... It was in the period of my life when I went out with um, some women who were considerably younger than oh, me. Oh, I remember that. I've got to be honest. When you, you, know, you sort of casually mention Slade and they just look at you. Yeah. Anyway, I went out with a very, uh, very nice woman called... Um, Don't Lord. say her name. Oh, sorry. I went I out with a very nice sh- woman um, called... Um, Esmeralda. Esmeralda. And... Um, she was a big Ricky fan. Oh, dear. Um, she sounds like she's got some Latin roots. <laughs> Esmeralda. I think she did have Latin roots, actually. Now, now I come to think of it. No, she had them done. Um, well, you say that. So, <laughs> so yeah, we went to... Bar- I took her to Barcelona as a special treat to see uh, Ricky Martin. I remember he came on stage. There was, it was like wrecked cars on stage, and he stood what? up on the top of them and sang um, Living La Vida Loca. He opened with the big hit, always a mistake. I don't mind that, but it's no shake a boom boom. No. Well, there was, I think, later, if I remember rightly. <laughs> anyway, I remember there was a bit where he, he mimed tearing his heart out of his <laughs> chest. He sort of twisted out as if he was oh. having to twist, break off the, the left and right ventricle like that. joints. And then he held it in the palm of his hand as if it was there. And then he blew as, it, as if to blow his heart. Like, like he could blow. He had the strength <laughs> to blow a piece of steaming offal <laughs> into, the, into the audience. Wow. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous character all round. <laughs> That was very nice of you to take her over there. That's me, big-hearted. Big-hearted Arthur, they call me. Take ages to tear up your heart. (laughs) It's so big. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's made of flint. (laughs) Which would also make it quite difficult. Speaking of um, the various parts of my anatomy, Mm. pause for tension, I um, I went to the chiropodist this week. Oh, did you? Kathy the chiropodist, who I go to. Oh, yeah. And um, why do you give her a first name like it's Balamori or something? <laughs> I just think Denny the Doctor. I Billy think of her as Kathy the Chiropodist. I don't know why. I think okay. I like the alliteration. The fact she's in Kennington makes it even better. <laughs> anyway, so I went. Um, I went there, and she said, "Oh, you've got a uh, got a bit of an ostler's toe." Wow. Which is not what you want to hear, is it? No. And uh, I was confused. First of all, I wasn't totally sure what an ostler is. No, I have no a idea hustler. what an ostler is. Oh. An ostler. An I o- thought that was Birmingham hustler. No, an, o- an ostler is a stable man, stable uh. person. Right. 
and uh, they, what happens is that sometimes the horses would stand on their feet and the toe would go purple and, and you know, crushed. Oh and, that, and that's what I've got. A horse didn't stand on my foot. Yeah. I want to make that clear. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I've got a... hoofed animal. Pardon? Another hoofed animal? Yeah, another hoofed animal. I was um, I was in the middle of a pagan ritual at the time <laughs> when this thing just suddenly manifested through through smoke and swirling flame. You're like Mr. Tumnus from Narnia. You're like Mr. Tumnus. No, you I've are. often said that. <laughs> I've ever said, do you ever think, doesn't Emily look like that? Someone said to me, Emily, I like her. God, she looks like Mr. Tumnus. I said, I know, it's a weird thing. No, we they don't. don't. They commented on my newly glowing skin. Yes, you and your newly glowing skin. We're not going into that. We're not plugging your skin. You don't have to. I pay my way in life. <laughs> yeah. Do I hell? <laughs> so, um, I'll tell you what I was... Um, I'm just having a scratch. I went yeah, to I see... Can hear it. I went. Can you hear me scratching? Mm. Listen. I, I went to see um, Crap's last tape. You can say that because it's K-R-A-P-P. Yeah. It's a Samuel mm. Beckett play. And it's about a man, Mr. Crap, we'll call him... And uh, every birthday, he records himself talking, mm. just saying, you know, it's been a funny old year and I met this woman and this happened and that happened. And then he keeps all these tapes. So, like, you know, 20 years' time, he can listen to himself all those years okay. back talking. It's an interesting mm. idea. Mm. And I thought it's something I'm, you know, I'm not much of a nostalgic person, but I occasionally come across my old self, if you mm. know what I mean. Yeah. I found a diary that only had one entry in it, on January the 1st, I think it was something like 1978. What did it say? Bought it, new Ted? No. <laughs> it said, there can be no true love without the fear of losing. Oh, wow. That was all it said in the entire diary. Oh. So I think... Um, did I you got, lose it? I must have lost the diary. Yeah. Must mm, have. Must have been it. But then, so I got a bit interested in this, and I realised there's a whole sort of web culture of people, messages to your younger self. Oh, yeah. Because um, did Stephen, Fr Stephen Fry did one that was quite famous, didn't he? He wrote did a he? letter to his 16-year-old self. Because oh, when he was younger, he wrote a letter to himself when he was older, saying, You've, you'll have lost everything by the time you're old. This is who you truly are. Oh, dear. When you're young. <laughs> dear. Hmm. I thought he wrote a letter to his 16-year-old self that said, your face is not going to get any smaller. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just get used to the idea. Um, I think my message to my younger self would be, um, oh, clean your teeth. <laughs> I wish I'd done that. Now, Do now, what I'm left with now. Because the trouble is, you're, if you want to sort them out, I'm not suggesting you have to. I find your teeth very endearing. But if you want to sort them out... Did she say they look like India again? <laughs> you're going to have to go down the Simon Cowell route, and I know you worry about that, don't no, you? No, I don't want to, I don't I want to be in the chair for three hours and pay £500,000 and then have pearly white teeth. I couldn't bleach. If I put bleach on these teeth, they'd disintegrate. <laughs> also, it would look weird. I like to think there, there's an element of the Turin shroud about them, <laughs> that that kind of wasted element, you know, the frayed and... The doubt about whether they're original. The doubt about whether they're real. I think a lot of people think I got them from some sort of joke shop. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'd say that. I think the other thing I'd say to yeah. my younger self is Elvis dyed his hair. Oh. Because I used to be obsessed with the fact that I was blonde and Elvis had got black hair mm. and that I could never truly be like Elvis because of that. 
And then when I was about 40, I, I saw a picture of Elvis completely blonde mm. and realised that he dyed his hair all those years. Oh, yeah, he was quite fair. So I'd aspired to something which didn't really exist, like a fall. <laughs> those are, that's good advice. Do you want to know what I'd say? Oh, God, oh, yeah. Yes, we really do. Well, I'd say, dear Emily, in 1987, a man called Dave will tell you he's just not ready for a relationship because he's got to concentrate on his biology A level. <laughs> he is lying, and so is every other man who tells you this. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's what I'd say. I thought you'd have been advice. a great supplement to his biology A. <laughs> <laughs> you would have hoped. Yeah. No, but oh. I just mean you have to learn that because you waste your time, you see, believing that. But you can't. Not, you're not saying that all men are liars. Is no, what you'd I'm say not saying all men are lying. But what I'm saying is don't sort of believe the excuses. Mm. Better just to move on. Maybe he's just not into you. Not exactly. He's just not that into you. Well, I am. Um, I, as you know, I was hit by a car when I was about 15, 16, so my... What do you say? As you know. I didn't know that. <laughs> I've told you several times. I'd, I'd assumed it, but I didn't know... <laughs> I didn't know it as a fact. No, I, I was thought you were snowplowed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know no, you were yeah, hit by... Have you mentioned by this car. before? Yeah, several times. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's fine. I did like the way you said, as you know, yeah. like Barack Obama. As you know, I was state senator for Illinois. <laughs> I thought I'd give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> okay, well, no, I, I've completely forgot. I'm sorry. When were you hit by a car? How old? About 15, 14, 15, 16. Okay. I to remember exactly. So your message to yourself would be a sort of truncated version of the Green Cross Code. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for that car. Hmm. I like and the also, fact that well, you didn't say knock down, because that's quite an old-fashioned expression, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Knock down. Yes. I think the other thing I would say is watch, make more of an effort to watch fantasy football. Oh. Even, even though well, you're not interested. Because I used to really like it, but I didn't know when it was on. And I wasn't really, I didn't understand the football thing, but I still found it. And I just think Nor did you understand the whole system of TV listings, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I looked up uh, uh, some site. There's a lot of these note to younger self. Uh, this is some of the stuff I found. This, there's a woman speaking to her younger self. She did a top ten of things. Mm. Oh, God knows I won't go through them all, but some of them were it all works out. Completely untrue. Yeah. That's not it's just not smug. True, it's a bit smug. It doesn't well, all work out. Some things right. never, ever work out. Yeah. What about this one, then? If your stomach hurts and you haven't got a virus, you're in a bad situation. <laughs> oh. Well, Luke, I think that's based on the fact that a lot of people, I think including myself, their stress centre is in their stomach. Mm. So oh. if, if, if they're pensive about something, they always get, that's where they always get it. But what a thing to say to your 16 year old's going to say, shut up about stomachs, get lost. <laughs> How do you know if you've got Who a virus are you, as well? old woman? I'll say too busy drinking cider and throwing it up. You don't care. But my favourite was number seven. This is someone who has an oppor a unique opportunity to speak to their 16 year old self. And where could that happen? But it happens by supernatural means. What mm. does she say? She says, cut or potted flowers are never a waste of money. <laughs> My goodness. What the dickens? <laughs> the, your 16-year-old self would think you were an idiot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I noticed on the same page there's a link. This is absolutely true. 13 ways to use cucumbers. Oh. That's oh. what I'd have said to my 16-year-old <laughs> self. God, I'd, I'd have said to a... my 16-year-old self, remember to pay florist. That's what I'd have said. Never mind with cut or potted flowers, for goodness <laughs> sake. Well... Well, I, I, don't, I don't think 
There's too many important things to say to your 16-year-old yeah. self. That's all I think. So, I think ours are better. Yeah, I do as well. So, um, have you... Uh, how's your life Oh, been? yeah. Well, I, I've been... Uh, I've been oh, hitting Emily's the... straight in. Oh, yeah. I've been hitting the town. Have you? Well, I'll tell you where I was taken. A male friend of mine, he's actually... I should say he's from a very old and distinguished family. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. The Tudors. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think it was Henry VIII. <laughs> I wish. Um, anyway. Was it a date? Are we talking a date? No, no, no. He's a friend. He's a male friend. Mm. It's not that kind of thing. He's, mm. he's a really old friend of mine. Okay. He's one of those friends. He Borgias? wishes it was more. No, he one doesn't. Of, one of the Borgias, maybe. He doesn't. He's got a girlfriend and we just both been Cesare. friends. Cesare Borgia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a pope. What's he doing out on the town with Emily Dean? <laughs> so anyway, so when you go out with my friend... You tend to go to very old-fashioned kind of, you know, distinguished places. Mm. So he took me to this place called Aspinall's, which is a, a gambling club. It's a casino, but oh, it's very okay. posh people. When you walk in, there's a big bust of uh, Lord Lucan in there because he used to be friends with the owner. Lord Lucan? Yeah, yeah. Surely a notorious <laughs> character. Do you know what? I once went um, house hunting and David Badil came with me and I went to a house in Hampstead. Yeah. And we were looking around. It's a lovely house. And there was a picture of Lord Lucan, like a really? wedding, wedding picture. <laughs> and he said to me, is that Lord... I mean, <laughs> you know, because the really? woman was showing us around. <gasps> so it was a bit... And it suddenly became very apparent that she was a relative of Lord Lucan. And we went around. Honestly, there was a picture of Lord Lucan in this woman. And Dave said, in front of the woman who lived there showing us around, is that the woman he killed? <laughs> no. I mean, for <gasps> goodness sake. Oh. Next anyway. thing you know, you got the claw out. So you were in Mechabingo. <laughs> with, um... No, you were in Mechabingo. <laughs> I was in Aspinall's, love. Right. So I like the idea of urine Mechabingo, <laughs> where you, you have to mark your card with... Well, anyway. Mm. Now, even though I present myself as posh, I'm not really. I'm quite white trash and aspiring. Well, so, you're arts and crafts. Well, I am. We all are. But when I went in there, I was very overwhelmed. I looked at the art and I said something which I'm not meant to say. I went, oh, my God, are these originals? Because there are loads of Picassos and things there. <laughs> wow. I said, are these originals? And he looked at me a bit witheringly. He went, yes. What, there's Picassos yeah. hanging up in the casino? Yes, yes. Goodness me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... Um, Pablo you... Picasso. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, there's millions of pounds worth of art there. Any art thieves listening, that's wow. the place to head for. Yeah, well, I'm straight for the uh, Lucan bust. <laughs> <laughs> when you go into the restaurant, Frank, because uh, food there, they tend to just sign for it. They don't even pay for it because they spend so much on the tables that it's just a mere, the food's just a mere formality. I mean, it's like <laughs> maybe a couple of hundred quid if you're going to spend a few grand on the tables. Who cares about grand the on the table. Well, brilliant. Yeah. Should go so to free- Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> Get them for a couple of hundred. Yeah. Go to Ikea and then have dinner there for free. Yeah. Well, go to Ikea and say, have you got a sort of flat pack Lord Lucan bust <laughs> I can put together at home? No, sorry, it's gone missing. Oh, has it? Peculiar. So it's a little but snatty it conversation there from my trip to Ikea. It's so old-fashioned. It's so old-fashioned that when they they brought me a menu over and I couldn't see any prices on it. You know, like a ladies' menu. Oh, a lady! Oh God, I haven't seen one of those oh, for I a long it. time. But you know what I loved? And then when I ordered, I don't like that. If someone's buying it. me a meal, I want to know how much money I'm. You know, I want to mm. know what, what what I'm getting. Well, how I much said I have to spend. Well, <laughs> I said that think? to my friend, and he said, "I don't want you to worry about money. I don't want you to think. You know, this is all on me." And, and that was nice. <laughs> and you said the lobster, please. And you went, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> No, because he's a bit classier than you, Gareth. Right. Um, and then the waiter comes over, 
and he takes the order my order from my friend he doesn't mm. look at me directly wow oh i love it i felt it was very That's surrendered to... 1950s housewife the whole evening was how i felt and i quite liked it oh no don't get don't get a habit for that for no, being the Frank, little woman i know i wouldn't like to I do remember it. there's that... no such thing as a free meal mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying hmm <laughs> I'd love that. I get very stressed about paying at dinners. I've noticed that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't like casinos, so I went to a casino in um, Las Vegas. And yeah. I, went, I went on the blackjack table. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's pontoon, basically, you know. So mm. I said, I'll have, another, I'll have another card, please. Twist. And all these blokes went, oh. <laughs> and I thought, that's my money. And then afterwards, I said, oh, yeah, I know, I'll, I'll stick with that. Oh. <laughs> Why? Did yeah, they give you a they review? they thought you were getting it wrong. They, yeah, they all went away, and wow. in the end I was just playing on my own, and the banker was absolutely outraged, the sort of dealer bloke, because he wasn't getting his tips. Mm. And apparently they don't like playing with amateurs. Don't wow. they? I hate that. It is stressful, nice, though, is that you, all this money gets put down, like, you know, a £1,000 or something, £500, and then they play this weird guessing game, and then it's gone. <laughs> it's awful. I oh, know, it's an odd... It's an odd. What's the people in tuxedos, that, like, when you see James Bond go gambling? Well, no, but there was, there was a Russian man next to me who was very Bond villain, and yeah. he was giving me sidelong glances. Mm, what are they? I've, <laughs> Cocktails. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> a sidelong glance, please. Easy on the uh, Angostaras. <laughs> He was getting very angry. He was muttering to him. I don't know whether he was muttering to himself in Russian because he was uh -huh. losing money. <laughs> Thousands of pounds. It's a disgrace. Was it uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn? <laughs> Any chance? Okay. Um, well, I, I, it sounds horrible to me. Really? I'm not going to lie. I don't like places like that. I don't, don't like I, the whole idea of um, the woman's menu. This yeah. is very odd, you know, because people used to see me as a very laddish bloke. But yeah. I find it sort of somewhat terrible about him ordering for you like you're an imbecile. But when it comes to paying the bill, that's when you decide well, you're not going to be exactly, old fashioned. Exactly. I know what you mean. You've sold out. That's what you've done. <laughs> I still think. Um, I still think you want to be careful. Why? Of what? Because you just don't take anyone out like that. You don't take a young woman out without thinking. Don't, no, I don't think that's right. You know, there are many ways of gambling. <laughs> eh? What do you think, Gareth? <laughs> I think he's in love with you. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I mean, to pay, what, 200 quid for a meal? Yeah. I know, yeah. I'd want my little reward. <laughs> well, speaking of... Um, Dining out, you know, in a fabulous way. Uh -huh. I see that refinement, um, decadence. Yeah, I was reading that one of the supermarkets. I can't remember which one now. Uh, they've introduced the crisp witch. I think it's Asda. Yeah. Is it Asda? Mm. Oh. If, uh, if I had change, I'd shake it. <laughs> yeah, um, the crisp witch. Which so what you get is four buttered slices of white bread and a packet of crisps. Oh, I thought it was a witch that had already been burnt at the stake. <laughs> You oh. rascal! <coughs> so it's four slices of buttered bread. Four slices White of bread. carbs. That was uh, Sunday roast in your house, wasn't yeah, it? Well, I tell you, well, maybe if it was roast chicken flavour. <laughs> I um, I grew up on crisp sandwiches. I was, I love it. It's brilliant that difference in texture between the softness mm. of the bread and the butter and the crunchiness of the crisps. Ketchup sandwiches as well was another big thing oh, in our house. Wow. Do you know? What? I don't think I've ever had one. Well. Well, I would have. I wouldn't have crisps by themselves as the main filling. If I had a packet of crisps and then maybe a ham sandwich, I'd maybe put the crisps in the sandwich to, as an extra. But I've never had just crisp sandwiches. We'll try it. 
Okay. I'd recommend salt and vinegar. You need the stronger flavour, you see, because it's slightly dampened by mm. the bread. My dad used to have fruitcake sandwiches. What? <laughs> yeah, well, he always said fruitcake was a bit too rich. <laughs> so he used to put it on a sandwich. What? <laughs> yeah. My mum had lard sandwiches. <laughs> well, it's a different... I bet you had tripe in your family. You know, we, we weren't big on tripe. Oh. I must say. Something that you could, I used to have meat pie sandwiches. I was very... Basically, all you had was sandwiches. Well, mainly. Yeah. I, as I got older, I got a bit more sophisticated. When I lived on my own and stuff, I remember I, I got a real penchant, um, which is one of those things that uh, Clint Eastwood wore in uh, <laughs> Fistful of Dollars. Very big for AW 2010. Yeah, penchant. I hope so. And um, he, uh, I, I had a, a real penchant for um, cheese and sprout sandwiches. That is revolting. So I'd boil a Brussels sprout and it melts the cheese, do you see? I mean, it's a lumpy sandwich, oh. I have to be straight with you. It does look a bit like um, myxomatosis. I don't like that. It's all gone a bit arkeith. I don't like that. <laughs> well, it was it. <laughs> but I was very partial to that, I must say. Oh. Times have changed, I think you'll agree. You must, <laughs> uh, you must eat something. I have the odd strange thing, I suppose. I do well, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> we'll, well keep this was, food behaved. There, there <laughs> yeah. was the terrible, um, just whipped egg white revelation. Oh, yeah. Gareth hates ago. that I eat, I have uh, whipped egg whites. What is that? Is that like a meringue? Yeah. So I just separate the egg and the yolk, hmm. and then I just have the whites, and I, I whisk them up, and I just put some sugar in it, and then I eat that. What do you do with the yolks, the discarded yolks? Oh, they just go in the bin. Well, you don't throw yolks in the bin. (laughs) Oh, what, would you keep them in a little dish with cling film over it? I'd send them to the third world. Oh, God. They dream dream of watching a parachute slowly come down (laughs) with a little crate full of yolks. Do you know they dream of that? They'll be manky by the time they get there. No, no, you can put in one of those refrigeration packs, what you'd put in a... You know, Mm. if you're going to the cricket for a day, that thing that keeps the cans Mm. cool. That'll get you to uh, Namibia or... I'd never had chip butty until I met you, though. No. I, I'd i never eaten that, and then it, you made me... That's bizarre, isn't yeah. it, that anyone could have got to your... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. <laughs> no, it's... I'm. Oh, my mum used to drink a lot of... Uh, you know, remember sterilised milk? Oh, yes, yeah. Do you know, it's in a thin I know what bottle. that is, yeah. I don't know what... It was a sort of a... a, sort of a Poor man's UHT, if you yeah. can imagine such a thing. It was it was like white water. Wow. And uh, you couldn't raft, if that's what you're going to ask no. me. Um, but it was, it kept forever. You could, you know, you, you can leave UHT in a cupboard as mm. opposed to a fridge. Sterilised milk, you could leave in your will. <laughs> it lasted, it just never went off, ever. Yeah. Mm. And in lemonade, and the other thing was Nesquik, but with water instead of milk. Oh. Oh, I love that Nesquik. <laughs> Have you tried it with water? No. It's nasty. <laughs> Cheaper. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's all about. Speaking of um, delightful foods, I've become slightly fascinated with the, the notion of the sorbet relationship. Oh, love a sorbet. Love a sorbet oh, relationship. Oh. This is because um, Kate Winslet's been pictured with her new bow. Yes, she's mm. got a new bow. Not a new bow. <laughs> And, um, She's been pictured with the Subo. <laughs> <laughs> no Nubo. And um, because she broke up with Sam Mendes, because he couldn't be inspired by just one person anymore. No. <laughs> that was his reasoning. That was his reason. And, Did um, he say he also had to concentrate on his biology A-level? <laughs> yeah. I think he do. I've heard some names for it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but we should explain what a yes. sorbet really yeah. is. Yeah, what is it? It's a sort of palate cleanser, essentially, isn't it? Yeah, if you go to a posh restaurant, in between courses, sometimes you get a little sorbet. <laughs> Didn't mm. you go out with a girl who was a palate cleanser <laughs> in the factory? What <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I thought, I wonder what you were getting at there. <laughs> How could you possibly know that the things you give away when you're relaxing after a radio show, I thought to myself. that Was, was that before the I got run over anecdote or after? Well, we'll never know. Um, yeah, so the idea is that you, it's, so if you start off with soup, it takes away the flavour of the soup, cleanses the palate next yeah. the next course. Mm. See, I think the suggestion is, I don't know where they've got this from, that Kate Winslet's new beau, Louis, whatever he's called. Is, um, is, no, it's not Louis oh, Spence. Okay. He would be a palate cleanser. I think you're oh, he's agree. annoying me now. God, I've, I've cleansed a few palates in my time, I'll tell you that. But I... Um, Louis Dowler. Yeah, Louis Dowler. He's very um, handsome. That's one thing that... No, but the idea is just yeah. there to cleanse her palate and then she'll get a proper main course, man. Yes, but the problem with the sorbet relationship <laughs> is when the sorbet starts thinking they're the main course. Uh, That's the trouble. Then yes. they think they're the T-bone and then it's all over. Yes. They've got to realise their limitations. Then you're OK. It's like Craig Bellamy at Cardiff City. You know, he's not going to stay there. Yeah. So is he, is, is he in a sorbet <laughs> I just relationship? Did, I just wanted to look at it. He's in a sorbet relationship <laughs> yeah. at Cardiff City. I like that. Yeah, he's, he's going to go to another premiership club. He's just there, you know, he's just keeping his eye in. That That's probably it. happens in football quite a lot. But, but, I mean, I don't see any reason why Kate and this um, stupid model... Louis Spence. <laughs> <laughs> Not Louis Spence. How do you know he's stupid? But just because he's him. handsome. Exactly. Look at me. <laughs> I wish I'd got Jerry Halliwell's look at me at my fingertips. I don't. Uh, no, he's not going to be. I mean, it said in the paper they were inseparable. I, I saw that happen to two cats once. Oh. There's like a barb. There's a barb that kicks in. And you can't. You know, I mean, in the end, you can hear tearing. I mean, forget yeah. about it. No, but he's. I, when they talked about it, mm. I thought he was some. I thought she was being cougar esque. Mm. But um, he's the same age as her. Is the he? same age. Yeah, they're both 34. But I tell you what, he ticks all the boxes for necessary I've for a sorbet. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. It's the barb. He ticks all the sorbet boxes. <laughs> yes. He's Why? handsome. Mm. Um, well, he looks young, even though we've now established he's not. Mm. Well, he dresses he's... well. Got to be good arm candy, you see. Because mm. part of the point of the sorbet is to, is to show, look what you could have won. Yeah. To the ex. Yes. yes. That's the part of the point of the sorbet. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, look what you're missing, as I always say. Yeah. That. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is with that, if you're Kate Winsley, yeah. do you want to yeah. be going out with a very, very handsome man? Because surely, if people see them in the street, Kate Winsley, in her heart of hearts, mm. wants people to be looking at Kate Winsley. Mm. Not Louis Dowling. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to look at Louis Dowling? <laughs> I still think Kate wins it, out of the um, two of them. Oh, OK. Oh, it makes you feel sick. <laughs> what that? Um, well, Frank, I like, I Frank have you ever had fun. a sorbet relationship? Uh, not deliberately. No, but has it ended up being a sorbet? Well, I, I, I what about, had... were you the sorbet ever? Um, I, I was a sorbet once, actually. I, I think went you out, were. I, I know when you with, were as I well. went out with a nurse. Oh, I don't... Oh. <laughs> and uh, she, I remember she used to punch me on the arm and say, you're mad, you are. Every time I made a joke, you can imagine <laughs> I was black and blue. Because I am in many ways a joke machine. Yeah. No, she was. That was her. Maybe not today. But pun. <laughs> that was her giving you a, a mental health check. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, she was a psychiatric nurse. Yeah. I mentioned that. Well, I mean, she could have broken to me a bit more gently. Anyway, I, I found out. She, you know, she split up with me quite early on. I found out that she'd been. I mean, obsessed mm. with this man, and I was. 
Yeah, I was just there to cleanse the palate. You were that palate cleanser. Palate's wanted. That's what the sign said outside, and I resented it. <laughs> I'll be absolutely honest with you. I looked at the uh, Kate Winsett story, and I looked at the reader's comments, oh, and yeah. somebody just put, didn't take her long. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Daily Mail reader, isn't it? <laughs> Poor Kate. I mean, when your feet are that big, you need company <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a scream. <laughs> You know, because then when you see a photo of them walking, you assume the toes are a third person walking behind. You don't imagine that that... Are they that, really that big, her feet? She takes uh, nine and a half English, nine and a half UK, <laughs> 11 and a half USA. She wow. does. Nine and a half. I only take her nine. You couldn't push her over, Kate Winsley. No. <laughs> Not from behind. Not from behind, no. From the fr- if you pushed her over from the front, <laughs> as she her. went, she'd take your armpits yeah. with her toes. <laughs> You'd end up on top of Kate Winsley. Get a nasty scrape. Yeah, when she skis, she didn't bother with the ski thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just curls her toes. Yeah. You should see her bow. It's fantastic. Knees completely straight. <laughs> she's a lovely, don't get me wrong, she's a lovely woman, you know, but uh, enormous feet. And I saw an interview with her when she talked about her big feet. And she said the secret is never wear flats because when when you wear flats, people notice. I saw a picture of her out in New York with Louis Dowling. Yeah, she's wearing flats. Oh, so you know all the old. Apparently, he's into that though. Is he? Mm. What big feet? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, she should go to um, to Kathy from Kennington. That'd be it. Kathy would have to say, I'm going to have to shut the place down for the day. <laughs> She's going to take some time. I'll do one before lunch, call out, have a break, have a shower, come back and do the other one. We like creating the mosaics or something. Yeah, yeah. Like the freeze on the Parthenon. You know when there's a murder and you have to have a line of people. You know when there's the a field? murder? Yeah, when there's a you murder. You know when there's a murder, you know, <laughs> common everyday occurrence. When you've done a bad murder. <laughs> and they have to have the forensic people stand in a line on the field and walk across looking down that's how they'd have to inspect her feet have yeah. to get a line of yeah she'd be a good person if it snowed um she'd be a good person to invite around for a cup of tea and she'd clear the path on her way up <laughs> but like i say attractive woman fine actress i don't think anyone's uh, mm. denying that this is frank skinner on 